When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good Risings, I'm Colin Bedell. Today is Tuesday, December 7th, and this is The Rising Sign. So the transit that I want to talk to you about today, folks, is Mercury in Sagittarius, squaring Neptune in Pisces. Now, what we know about a square is that it can bring up some tension, impasse, and standoff, because they're similar insofar as Mercury in Sag is forward-thinking, very transparent, very direct. And there's a quality of flexibility and adaptability in its pursuit of the direct proximity to truth. That's Mercury and Sag. Neptune and Pisces, because it is dealing with the transcendent. And there are many things that are transcendent, right? It's not that forthcoming. It can sometimes be indirect because can we be direct with the divine? Can we be direct with the transcendent? Who knows? (laughs) right? You know, when we think of Sagittarius, it's the bow and arrow, the archer heading right to bullseye. Whereas Pisces and Neptune and Pisces is kind of the energy with hands over the heart looking up and just sort of hoping to soften into a significant experience that transcends almost language and logic. And paradoxically, because I'm comfortable with the paradox, I'm sure you are too. What I wanted to do was read aloud two definitions that I'm currently reading from Brene Brown's newest book, which just came out on November 30th of this year, and it's called Atlas of the Heart, Mapping Meaningful Connection and the Language of Human Experience. So just for context, um, Dr. Brene Brown is someone who I reference probably all the time, simply because she has a phenomenal understanding and a significant level of experience and research and education into the human experience. She has her bachelor's, master's, and her PhD in social work. So all hail the social workers among us, I swear they are the earth angels we all need. And when she speaks on some really complicated issues, I am more inclined to trust her, not just because of her education, But also because, you know, sometimes education doesn't necessarily make you an expert, right? It doesn't necessarily make you a person who can connect with other people. But it is her ability to use research from a qualitative space to wrap language around what people are experiencing. And that's fairly controversial in academic spaces, folks. So Brene Brown's research methodology is qualitative analysis. And so the reason why it's so interesting is because she is not like other academics where she goes into pre-existing literature and attempts to prove or disprove it with other literature. She goes into the lived experiences of other people and tries to wrap language around particular patterns that have emerged. And then she'll go back to pre-existing literature and prove and disprove that based on what people are saying now. So you can see the difference, right? And this is fairly controversial because there are still so many academics that believe that lived experience isn't enough data. And that's why I think Dr. Brown connects with so many people because she's not afraid to look at academic elitism and call it exactly what it is, right? And sort of acknowledge that there's an edge 
to which academia and research has arrived because it's not integrating new information, because it's not actively asking, because it's not thinking, there are things it doesn't know, right? And it goes into many things with the attempt to prove or disprove. That's not Dr. Brown's methodology. So hopefully I didn't bore you and geek out (laughs) by geeking out on her research definitions and her research methodologies. But so here we go. Let's talk about her definitions or how she summarized other people's definitions, excuse me, of awe and wonder. So on page 58, Dr. Brene Brown summarizes Ulrich Weger's and Johannes Wageman's definitions of wonder. And they write, wonder inspires the wish to understand. Awe inspires the wish to let shine to acknowledge and to unite. When feeling awe, we tend to simply stand back and observe to provide a stage for the phenomenon to shine. Wonder fuels our passion for exploration and learning, for curiosity and adventure. Wow. So I really love this because leave it to Brene to provide language for some really specific emotion. And that's why I said it's paradoxical, right? Because Neptune and Pisces can almost be a place where language cannot enter because it's transcendent. But Mercury and Sag is like, oh no, what's the bottom line? So today I suspect you might experience awe and wonder. And remember, wonder inspires the wish to understand. So when you're in wonder, you're going to want to understand something that's happening and it fuels your passion for exploration and learning, for curiosity and adventure. But awe, and I really loved this, we tend to simply stand back and observe to provide a stage for the phenomenon to shine because it inspires the wish to let shine, to acknowledge and to unite. Wow. And you can see how often they're used interchangeably. But now you understand the distinction. I love that. And I thought maybe that distinction could be helpful for you today. It's like, where is there wonder in my life? Where is there awe in my life? And how can I cultivate that? And when I'm experiencing it, how do I name it in real time? Right? To really be present to it. Not just feel it, but how do I name it? I'm Colin, and you can find me at Queer Cosmos. Thank you for listening to Good Risings. If you enjoyed this podcast, please let us know by leaving a review because we love hearing from you. Have a great Tuesday, everyone. Bye-bye. Good Risings is presented by Cavalry Audio. Grand Canyon University's RN to BSN online degree program makes earning your bachelor's in nursing possible. Balance online coursework with local in-person clinicals to position yourself for potential leadership opportunities in the time you have from wherever you are, leaving room for what matters. Achieve your goals with your personalized plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu.